Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. Today's episode, I want to talk about what it what it means to to be us, and and specifically when it comes to health and fitness. So, oftentimes, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you can connect with this, but you see these these seven day challenges or these these three day fixes. Do this for three days, and you're going to lose ten pounds. While you can do those things, those aren't, those aren't what makes us. Those are moments in time. What actually makes us is what we do 90% of the other time. When there's 365 days of the year and you're taking 1% of those days or less than 1% of those days to do a three-day challenge, that makes up a minuscule part of who you are in that single year. And then if we expand that out over the next 10 years or the rest of your lifetime, it makes up even a smaller portion of it. So how we talk to ourselves in, in, in singular moments, how we interact with ourselves in, in these moments is what matters the most. When we tell ourselves we're going to go to the gym and then we back out, backing out one time is not, not a bad thing, but backing out every time starts to paint this picture of what we expect from ourselves. And you can relate this to telling a friend or a loved one that you're going to show up, you're going to be somewhere on time, you're going to go on this lunch date with them. And the first time that you back out, they might give you the benefit of the doubt. But on the 10th time that you back out, they might stop asking or they might just expect you not to be there. And is that fair? Well, the question is, is it fair to who? Because the things that you're doing or the things that we do that lead up to that show that we don't show up when we say we're going to show up. But we don't give ourselves that same mentality when we when we look at our health and our and our our habits, is we say, well, this one time, this one burger, this one workout, it doesn't matter if I miss this workout or eat this burger. But if you're doing that consistently every single day, multiple times per day, that's what actually builds us up to who we are. The Jordan Peterson has talked about, and this is something that really hit home with me. But Jordan Peterson talked about in one of his books how putting your kid to sleep, and if it's always if it's always a hard task to have, but it, and it takes 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes per night, and you guys just struggle every single time. He says, expand that out over the course of the year, over the course of the next three or five years, however long it might take for that, that toddler or that, that young kid to grow out of that stage. Eventually, that time builds up over the course of the year. So 30 minutes a day, but you do that every single day. In the course of the year, what's that, 180 hours? That's 180 hours that you've had this struggle with your kid, putting them to sleep. So even though 30 minutes a night or 30 minutes on one night, or and, and trust me, as, as a parent, I know that there's, there's struggles in, in that it, it can't always be perfect. But that, that's what we're trying to avoid is trying to avoid being perfect. So when you, you look at those moments, even though it's a single moment in a day, 30 minutes out of 24 hours, you're like, it's okay. I can deal with it for now. But it, it keeps adding up. And he suggests that you, you write that because those small moments are what build us up over time or what makes us up over time. And so that one time that you talk yourself out of the gym might not be a huge deal. But if you're doing it Monday and then Tuesday and then Wednesday, 
Just like your friend might not believe that you're going to show up, how are you going to trust yourself that you're going to show up? And I know it's hard. I know it's hard to start, and, and, and it's always confusing where to start. And I think I can speak from, from personal experience. And I remember looking for the grand plan. What do I need to do to lose this weight? What do I need to do to, to be happy with how I look? And I tried everything from no-carb diets to, I, I don't remember exactly everything I tried, but I tried all of the things. I tried doing sit-ups every day. I tried everything that I thought, hey, man, I want I want a, a six-pack. I want to be lean. I want to lose some weight. I want to look good. I want to look sexy. I want to feel sexy. So I tried, tried all these things. But the truth was, in order to get there, I had to struggle through those moments, those hard moments when I said that I don't want to go for these walks in the beginning. And that's why when I've told my story about the third day of, of when I first, very first started out, and this is after coming up of high school and, and, and taking the college courses and putting on weight, and, and I was at my heaviest. In my past life, before then, I was an athlete. I, I had played sports. I identified as an athlete. And, and when I came back and, and I tell myself on that third day, looking back, it's the greatest thing ever that I did because I didn't let myself talk myself out of it. And that's how I built momentum, is I, I held myself accountable. But I didn't hold myself accountable for any other reason than because I knew that I was lying to myself if I didn't do it. It wasn't for the outward recognition. Heck, if I didn't share these stories, if I didn't share this story, nobody would ever know about this. But I struggled. On that third day, I struggled to to get out the door, to go for that run. And when I say run, I'm talking 14, 15 minute miles. But after that run, I felt the greatest I have ever felt in my life, apart from anything to do with my son, but physically accomplished selfishly. And the reason was, is because I didn't know at the time, but, but when I hear these things, talking about Jordan Peterson and giving me these insights that's the reason that I felt so good about myself. It's because I, I didn't allow myself, I didn't allow the devil on my shoulder to talk me out of it. I pushed through it safely. I wasn't, I didn't strain a muscle. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't physically incapable. I was just sore and tired. And going out for that, that, that jog, that run, that slow jog, whatever you want to call it, on that third day was the reason that I am where I am today with my journey, if you want to call it that. And those thoughts, those moments, those, those, those seconds in time where I have a choice to give up on myself or push myself through, I have that numerous times a day. On average, let's say I have 100 of those thoughts. As long as I can overpower the negative thoughts 60, 70, 80% of the time, Eventually, I will make that progress. It's when I fall back into those tendencies of allowing myself to, to whether it's feel bad for myself or give myself excuses 
that's when things start to tilt the other way. And then that makes me real unhappy. And then it's even harder to get out of that mindset. So it's motivation is great in the beginning. Don't get me wrong. I can I can see something online. I can I can hear something. But action is what keeps you motivated. Action is what gives you or gets you into that. Excuse me. That that positive feedback loop. That loop that says, "You did this. You earned this. You feel this way, and you like the way you feel. Do it again tomorrow. You did this. You feel this way. Be proud of yourself. Do it again tomorrow." And it's not some grand plan. If you're somebody out there that hasn't exercised for 10 years, it doesn't mean that you need to go to the gym and, and, or sign up for CrossFit or, or to get this extremely hard workout. Maybe you just need to go for a walk. Maybe you just need to go for a 14-minute jog. It doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be Instagram-worthy. But what makes us is the decisions and the thoughts that are in our head that either keep us from doing what we want to do or that push us forward. And I ask you, if, if, if you're struggling, catch yourself, in those, catch yourself in those moments. When you have the option to eat something quote-unquote healthier compared to something like a donut or a candy bar, ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Why am I, why am I choosing what I'm doing? And believe me, you're going to be confronted with those situations numerous times. You're going to have those thoughts numerous times, and and whether you know it or not, it it happens. And so when we're faced with those decisions, it's if your propensity is to go to the unhealthy foods or to the to the choice that's not right for you or that doesn't match up with, with what you want, if your propensity is to do that 75% of the time, so 75% bad and 25% good, aim to be 60% bad. Aim to just make one better decision per day. Aim to make it out for one walk. And then face the same challenges tomorrow. And start tilting the scales from 75% bad to maybe 50-50. And then onward from that, go to 60% good, 40% not so good. Until you get yourself to this place where you're happy, you're, you're content with your decisions, and you know that you're going to make bad decisions because you know you're not perfect. And giving yourself that understanding that you might mess up is the reason that you can succeed. And that's the great thing about working out. That's the great thing about taking care of your health is it's all on you. And that's the scariest, but that's the most rewarding thing ever. Because when I made my decision, the reason I felt so good about it was because I knew that I was the one that accomplished it. Not saying I didn't have support, not saying I didn't have people helping me out. But I knew it was up to me in those moments to make those actions. And I talk about that with my clients all the time is it's hard for me as a coach to to take away any of their success and, and, and credit myself because I know they're the ones showing up. I know they're the ones putting in the work because I know how hard it is. Because just like just like me, they're human. 
And they have those times where they try to talk themselves out of it. That's not a guess. That's, that's everybody. That's every single human. You think that everybody every day wakes up and says, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to take on the day. Some people never are ready to take on the day. Some people are 99% of the time ready to take on the day. But everybody has those moments because nobody's perfect. And it's looking in those micro moments, in those, those, those instances to where if I'm, if I'm accustomed to answering this way, if I'm accustomed to going for the donut rather than the chicken breast or the, the quote-unquote healthier option, it's in those moments to, to break the cycle. And then reward yourself. Be proud of yourself. Because if, if, we, if we hate on ourselves for, for where we're at or how we're feeling, then we better be dang sure that we're giving ourselves props for when we make those changes. You know, look in the mirror and smile. Say, I'm proud of you for accomplishing X. And I know it's hard. It's weird. It's weird to congratulate ourselves. But once again, look at yourself as your, your friend or a loved one and say, how would they feel if you treated them this way? If you never congratulated them, if you never showed up to the lunch when you said you would, what does that, what image or what, what does that portray to that person? And it's just be a little bit better than yesterday. Be a little bit better than the 10 previous micro decisions that you had in the day. And give yourself that room to, to screw up. But also challenge yourself to be better when you do screw up. Say it's okay for today, but next time that this arises, I'll know how to act differently. And sometimes it's not as easy as doing it the exact next time, but sometimes it's just recognizing the five previous times and then on the sixth time you say, okay, I'm I'm making this action. The sixth day that you say, I'm going to go to the gym and you don't, you say, nope, no longer. I'm going to the gym now. And then be proud of yourself because the other six times it wasn't easy. So obviously it was hard to go to the gym that seventh time or however many times that I said. But it definitely is worth celebrating yourself and thanking yourself for doing it. And don't go in expecting that you're going to be perfect and that it's going to be rainbows and butterflies and and nothing but, but fun. But do it knowing that you have a purpose behind it. And that purpose is, is the way that you're feeling and the way that you want to feel. Imagine who you could be and strive towards that. And it's hard because it's not a, it's, it's not a well-laid-out plan. It takes a lot of trial and error. But I believe, I believe that you can do it. The most cliche thing is if I can do it, you can do it. And I believe that. I appreciate you listening to this episode. As always, if you have any questions, go ahead and send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. If you need coaching, if you need help, anything that's on your mind, go ahead and send me an email. Visit the website, www.philosophical.com, and we will talk to you guys next episode.